Welcome to the In The Glory Podcast with Jerome Holder and Catherine Montano. This podcast is for anyone that wants a practical understanding of the Bible so that through God, they can move mountains, get on the path of light, and feel a joy unimaginable in their heart. And now, here are your hosts. All right, welcome to another episode on the In The Glory podcast and i'm your host jerome and i'm your host Catherine. and in this episode we're going to be talking about how to deal with a drought Mm. how to deal with a drought now the scripture that we're going to use to lead this episode is jeremiah 17 8 in the amplified version it says for he, or, or sorry, um, 17 verse 7, it says, Most blessed is the man who believes in, trusts in, trusts in, and relies on the Lord, whose hope and confidence is the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters that spreads out its roots by the river, and it shall not see and fear when heat comes, but its leaf shall be green. It shall not be anxious and full of care in the year of drought, nor shall it cease yielding fruit. So this is interesting because a lot of us get anxious when there's a drought, right? Mm-hmm. So for you, Catherine, like when you hear the word drought, what like what do you think about? Dry. <laughs> <laughs> Dry, like you're missing something right there's something that's clearly that's missing in your life that's not allowing you to produce fruit Mm. something that's holding you back and yeah drought is something that is 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 dry but in order for us to in order for us to produce um fruits of the spirit we need to be completely in the word Mm. right and just be like you said implanted in the word something that does not leave but it stays Mm. like for example when you plant something you leave it there it stays there it doesn't move you don't grab it and then run you know and expect it for it to continue to grow it stays there so that's the same way that we need to be. We need to be implanted in the word. Hundred percent. Because like, what happens when you do that? First of all, it doesn't mean that things are just gonna come flying into your life, mm-hmm. right? Because seasons of drought are real. Like the Bible is saying, there are drought seasons. Yeah. But what occurs during a drought season for a believer, someone that's trusting in the Lord, is going to be totally different. It's going to look different than someone who doesn't. For example, you know, if you're, let's say, in a drought with your business or your job, right? That could mean that you're, and, and you're relying on the Lord, that could mean now it's a time for character building, right? It could be a time for, more of a firm trust in the Lord because we speak about this all the time there's no faith without trial Mm -hmm. so a drought is a good place to start because now God's like okay you know I've blessed you abundantly now there's a drought what what are you going to do about it 
right? And God is promising here that when you uh, are planted, when when you rely on him, you don't have to worry about drought. And if, if you go through that first drought and become better in character, you manifest, like Catherine said, more of the fruits of the spirit. Now you're prepared for the next one because mm. there's going to be a next one. Yeah. Right. And, and that's the whole reason why we cultivate faith so we can be prepared for the things that life throw at us because there will be many things. I love what you said that it could be a season for something else as opposed to like growing your business. It could be character building because mm. in Ecclesiastes, it says that there's a season for everything. So it's really just a matter of you be, being aware of what season the Lord is trying to take you in because mm. not every season is going to be the same. It's not Fox. always going to consist of the same accomplishments. So let's say last month, you know, you made more than you're making this month okay now you need to you need to become aware what was it that the lord wanted me to accomplish this month mm. what is it that he wanted me to focus on wow that makes me feel as if i have drought in this area in my life right so now Ooh, we can that's good so now we can oh, excel that's good. and we can excel and execute in the next month in every area that's that's what really if you really think about it that's what really builds every single area of your life is when you realize what you what you missed right let's say okay what you missed fitness wise that month why did i not reach my uh weight goal that month but i reached my career goal like for that month Mm. why did that happen okay now the next month what do you do you go even harder at the gym right so it's be it's be it's that awareness that is key to drought. Wow! Yes, Whew, that's powerful. What everything you just said, it it really speaks to me. And I hope for you guys listening, you know, you can think of a time where you struggled in one area, but it was because there was another area that was being brought up, mm-hmm. right? Think about the word holy. Holy is it really is just to be whole. <laughs> So sometimes what's God, God, God talks about this. Jesus says, you know, that he prunes us so that we can bear more fruit. Right. So there is definitely I feel like this whole year has been an experience like that for me in, in so many different ways. And it's, it's, an, it's an incredible thing because the Bible says that God's gifts are irrevocable, which means that. If you've been walking in a gifting of God and it's been helping you flourish, but then all of a sudden you're in this drought, potentially can be because God is saying, okay, you know, you've been operating your gifting, but God cares more about character than gifts. Mm. He's not going to steal the gifts, but he's going to cultivate more character within you so that you can use the gifts better. Yep. 100%. And we usually tend to think of the destination more than we do of like the process that it takes to become, to get to that level. That's the most important part is who you're becoming in the process of that. That's a fact. Cause there's so much, there's gonna be so much trials no matter what you're trying to accomplish. There's gonna be so many, so many stumbling blocks, so many times where you're gonna feel like you're gonna question yourself. But that is part of the process. It's that character building. Mm, 100%. 
And the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's why he wants us to yield to him during these times, at all times. But mainly because if you yield to him all day, every day, if you're um, always submitted to the Lord, now when these things happen, you'll be fine. And that's why the Bible talks about um, um, being like a house built on rock versus sand. If you are building your house or building your life on sand, when the when the, it doesn't mean that like you could have a sandcastle and it's going to be there, like you're going to see a sandcastle, but eventually the water is going to tear it down and it's going to be gone. No matter how hard you worked, you could have worked on that sandcastle for days, months, years, made the most epic sandcastle, but eventually the water is going to wash it up. Right. So God is saying, don't build a sandcastle, build a castle made of the spirit. A spiritual castle cannot be destroyed. So God is saying for us to do that because then when the things happen, the trials, we are not moved. We are steady. And that's what life is all about. That's what character is for. Character is to be steady. That's why we love God so much because we know that God is steady. Mm -hmm. What was it that you said to me, Catherine, when I was asking you about how you would describe God? I think we talked about this in the CN Tower, actually. Mm, we should have took more pictures. That could have been another quote <laughs> for another pic. Another long message. Number DM me Black Friday. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, you said... What did I say? Oh, I said that I imagine him just having his hands, like, spread out all the time because he's so welcoming and he wants us all to come to him that is the picture that i have in my head i'm sure everybody has their own picture of god and you know depending on their interaction with him but for me it's like it's a father Mm. right and he's very welcoming just arms open all the time yes (laughs) and i love i love that depiction i love that depiction why okay so i know you're saying he's welcoming he's a father so why do you think his arms are always open though like what do you like why do you think you think about it from the perspective of arms always open what is his arms open for because he wants us to come to him Hmm. okay yeah he wants us to come to him and it's he's closer than we think because someone who has their arms open, someone's not going to be holding their arms open for you when they're like miles <laughs> away from you. <laughs> they're close. Right. So it's always, to me, it's a reminder that he's right there. Like every single time, just mm. arms wide open. He's literally, I could just start talking and he's there. Yes, I love that. And it's so true. that like, And it's, it's just a testament to the steadiness. Because you didn't say that they're open and then they're closed and then he turns his back and then yeah. he turns around and then he does a jump. No, you say his arms are always open. Now, obviously, this is like uh, a picture, but we can see. I'm sure you guys listening, you can see why she looks at God in that way in her mind's eye, because we know God is steady. The Bible says that he is faithful. We know that. That's probably one of the first definitions or the first words that anyone would use to describe God is he's faithful, mm-hmm. right? So if the Bible says for us 
to, if, if we were made to be conformed to the image of God, if that was God's initial purpose, then what do you think he wants for us to be? Mm. He wants us to be steady. Yeah. Right? You, you think about the most respected people in the world are the most steady people. Mm-hmm. They're the most consistent people. People that are saying, okay, I'm going to do one thing one day, the next day something else, the next day something else. I'm going to go from this business to this business to this industry to this. Like, it, 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 it is not commendable versus the person that sticks with one thing for years and years and years and years and years because it's steadiness. You can rely on steady. Right? What do we say? Oh, I want a steady paycheck. Mm. on a steady career. A steady relationship. We want everything to be steady and that's okay. That's in our nature to want things to be steady, but connect to God. Cause he's the only thing, the only one that can make you and the life that you live steady. Wow. That is so good. If you're looking, yeah, steadiness that comes with consistency. If you're consistent, you're disciplined. That's a, different type of level that not everybody can reach mm. but there are people who reach those levels and aren't believers but i find that people who are believers it's like they're on a whole other level mm. whole other level because now they're operating off of their the spiritual realm right as opposed to the worldly realm 100 <laughs> percent the peace that's added to that, yeah. right? The Bible says that God blesses abundantly or, or, yeah, he blesses abundantly, but he adds no sorrow with it. I'm butchering the verse. Um, but, yeah, essentially, it says, I'm going to paraphrase it, Jerome Standard Version. <laughs> God makes people rich, but adds no sorrow to it. So he basically says that, hey, when riches found in me don't come with sorrow. Riches apart from me come with sorrow, right? Look at the the Power Ranger guy. I mean, I don't know 100% about, I don't know the validity of the reports, but like I'm hearing this dude like committed suicide, you know, actor, obviously had a ton of money, status, notoriety, all of that, but killed himself, right? Um, you know, this is more of a fresh scenario, but then you look at Robin Williams can make everybody laugh. Mm. Disney star killed themselves. I spoke about this the other day. Kate Spade, very mm. popular company, you know, literally her company, the company is her name. It ain't like she's a back, was a back end CEO, you know, cause normally the CEO isn't the name of the company, but her company was her name, yeah. but she still killed herself. So doesn't that tell you that there's something beyond wealth that we should be going after? Mm. Nothing wrong with money. Money is good. (laughs) Money is good. But are you making money and pushing God aside? Because I'm telling you, when you do that and there is drought, oh my gosh, you're going to lose it. That's why a lot of people commit suicide and things like that. You need to connect to God. There's something that is missing 100%. And we need to find, again, coming to that awareness of what it is that is missing in your life.
This is actually one of my favorite verses. In John <laughs> 4, 14, um, it says, The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Mm. That's what the Lord can do for you. He can, you can spend eternity with him. Or you can spend eternity elsewhere, which won't be so well. But it's saying that he's going to provide for us uh, everlasting water where you won't have to thirst again. Mm. It's going to be consistent. That's what's going to allow for you to be, like Jerome was saying, steady. Because you have this water flowing inside of you where you don't need to thirst for any for anything else. And be searching elsewhere for it. Right. Because that's what people will do. They'll be so thirsty looking for it in other places. Right? And they'll go from place to place to person to person searching for that. But they'll never find something that's consistent. Mm. Wow. And that's what can allow for those uh, seasons of drought to occur. Mm. Yes. 100%. It's just that... Oh, man, it's that anxiety of jumping ship. Like, man, this is a deep topic, honestly, because it just has me just thinking about how easily you can get um, off your center. You know, even like er- like when that guy came earlier, I'm like, okay, how do I not get off my center? Like, because there's, yeah. there's so many things that can get you off. Like, you can be literally in in Christ and then something happens and you're like boom you lose your steadiness yeah. so the, the the one thing I want you guys to take away from this is don't let externals take away from your steadiness don't let the drought swallow you up mm-hmm. right abide in the Lord you're all all we are is just mere branches we're literally just branches so we need to connect we need to stay connected to god i'm telling you like it's it's so important it's so important honestly yes it is in order for us to grow we need to build up the faith we need to build up in those times of um of drought that's where character building is at its peak. Mm-hmm. Because you have no choice. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So if you guys, um, obviously, because one of the character flows from your from your soul, right? Your soul being your mind, your will and emotions. So with that being said, we've actually created a, a ebook program that will help you kind of navigate through the word in a way that's going to be specific to healing the soul because that's <laughs> that's the first step that's the first step right you can put your nose in the word all you want but if you're not actually reading it in a way that's leading your soul to be healed right you're just reading it for head knowledge or you know maybe some people they read the bible to prove it wrong whatever your motives are those motives will not give you the soul healing that you are looking for in your life. So mm-hmm. click the show notes. I'm going to have a link to where you can get the ebook. Now, if you can't afford it, 
send us an email. We'll give it to you free of charge. Um, but if you are able to, obviously, um, you can do that, and that'll allow us to continue this ministry. Yes, and send us DMs, guys, of what you think. We really, really want to know your feedback and how you guys feel about it. Yes. We're super excited for this, and we hope it blesses you. Yes, God bless you guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye, guys.